You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about what's going on with Dylan Brooks and why the Bulls should not be interested. You hear that, fans? Not interested. We're also going to give our season grade for DeMar DeRozan and react to Jerry Reinsdorf's latest interview. It's very triggering. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls, I should say, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day, that's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over on ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central and also Chicago Sky Central since the sky season is right around the corner. But uh, today's episode is brought to you guys by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items exclusions do apply pat let's get into the content for today man dylan brooks the the memphis grizzlies informed dylan brooks that under no circumstances would they be do you know how strong that is to say (laughs) under no circumstances that means if if john morant seems to get if he falls into the upside down and disappears and they just need somebody down there they're still not bringing dylan brooks back listen bro here's the wild part um they told this man, <laughs> they basically said it like he was the whole reason <laughs> that the Memphis Grizzlies are out of the playoffs right now. They said this to this man, like, hey, bro, I want you to know you're not going to work here or anywhere ever again. <laughs> what what team? You'll be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. <laughs> hey, Pelican Bay still in America, bro. What Shaq said, the Guangdong Tigers, bro. Guangdong Ni Tigers. Hao. Ni hao. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Like, my God, bro. I've never seen somebody. Like, legit. You l- Listen, everybody else in the NBA gets cut. Yeah. Dylan Brooks got fired today. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's very accurate, brother. He he absolutely got fired. It, 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 I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like, not that... Not, not that I didn't see a world in which maybe they didn't retain him because of things going on. And, and you know what? Every team has to have a fall guy. And considering how he really did embrace that villain role and some of the things he did in the playoffs, I, I wouldn't have been shocked at all that they didn't retain him in the offseason. But the way this we're talking about, we're only, what, two days removed from them getting eliminated from the playoffs. It's like, hey, no, under no circumstances are you coming back here, bro. We ain't got nothing for you here no more. Take that. Take your family. Take everything else you got. Leave Memphis. That it's crazy, bro. And especially considering like they treated him like he was like a midseason acquisition where he's literally been there his whole career. His whole career. Yeah. I mean, it, well, no, he played somewhere else, didn't he? No, didn't they he? drafted him. You sure about that, bro? I feel uh, like Dylan I mean, Brooks was in like Golden State or something like that before. I feel like Dylan on, Brooks me, had another team. 
Let me let me make sure I'm not tripping because sometimes I do be tripping. No, Dylan Brooks was drafted by the he was selected by the Houston Rockets. Okay, but okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But he never played for never them. He played was immediately for traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey man, here's the thing, bro. Like I get the whole he accepted the villain role. He took on the yeah. culture. Blah blah blah. Listen, this man accepted being basically rubber man in the flash, bro. Like, nobody cares about you as a villain, really. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not nobody crazy out here. You're not a villain. You was a dude that was associated with other villains. You was the janitor that swept at the hall, the Legion of Doom. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what you was, bro. Like, like you weren't really a villain in any of this story. You were the dude that, like, Batman would arrest at the end of Super Friends back in, like, the 70s, and then everybody was standing around laughing at him while he was wrapped up in a battery just, ah, 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 ah. Shut up, Dylan, bro. It's like, nobody cares about you. You did this to yourself. You're not good at anything basketball-wise. Everybody's sitting there saying, oh, my God, he's really got this defensive rating of 114. You know, you want to know what? Chris Dunn got a good defensive rating. He was struggling to get back into the NBA. He's averaged two steals on every team. Dylan Brooks is a bad three-point shooter. He's a bad shooter overall. Sure, he averages 10 points. He's taking shots. But he has a horrible field goal. I don't think he shot above 40% in his career in the NBA. He's not a good basketball player. And I know Muzz are going to come back he's, with he's a, he's a career 41% shooter. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's Dylan still Brooks, not good. I, I, hey, look, hey, look a, that's still not good. Here's <laughs> the thing. Like, Dylan Brooks isn't a terrible basketball player. He's just not. I I, I won't sit there and say that he's not. But the fact of the matter is, is that what is you, he can good find, at? you can find. You can find. Hey, hey, how deep are we into this segment, bro? Hey, it's over. Hey, we on to the next time. Hey, by the way, Hayes, Dylan Brooks to the Bulls. That's the last thing we got to hit. Dylan Brooks to the Bulls. No, keep All right, him do that, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is not a bad basketball player. What's he good at? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, man. It's <laughs> the best part about this. Oh, man. Hey, I don't even care if I live to regret this segment where, like, he come back and had this great game like they was laughing at Harden. (laughs) I don't see it happening anyway, but that's... Woo! Oh, man, I love off-season content just for that. Yeah, no, I don't need Dylan Brooks on the Bulls in the slightest. (laughs) Yo, face. Somebody clip (laughs) Hayes' face on that, bro. That's the greatest... (laughs) What what is he good at? Uh... Oh my God. Oh, I love it here. Oh man, yeah, because uh, I mean oh. <laughs> God dang it, I love this job. Do you <laughs> now for the people like you said though, the people that are saying, I'm surprised, bro. I was I was literally at, at the amount of people like, well, you know, we need a defender, we need a three and D guy. Let's go out and get that Dylan Brooks fella. No. Come on, bro. Like, right. we already got enough things that we're trying to work out on this team. First, and that's one thing I will say about AK. As much as I have issues with some of his deals, and especially in hindsight, 
he brings in people with with solid character. Like I would say the probably the riskiest character signing that he made probably was Pat Bev. And we knew that Pat Bev is going to come into the team and bring some leadership. Dylan Brooks is just he's a loud mouth that hasn't earned anything. He 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 act and carries himself as if he's a like he he had is if if he's had Draymond's career. You ain't won nothing, bro. Yeah. You ain't won nothing. Yeah. No, 100%. So, I mean, like, it, and that's the thing, right? I know the argument is, well, Pat Bev was a defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, he was a defensive player of the year candidate. Dylan Brooks ain't never been in that conversation. Nobody's ever talked about Dylan Brooks as one of the best defenders in the NBA. Um, Draymond Green is a defensive player of the year. Yeah, not candidate. Not a candidate. A he won it. Yeah. Like, these are the things, right? Like, when you're talking about what does a guy bring to a team, these guys bring things to teams. They bring a defensive presence. Heck, we saw Pat Bev change the entire mindset of the team. We saw Dylan Brooks change the entire mindset of the other team. The Lakers might not have beat you that bad. Listen. John Morant was still cooking. And then, on top of that, here's my biggest issue. First off, two things. One, mm -hmm. I'm not calling you specifically a coward, but your moves were cowardice. If you're willing to run, your, Michael Jordan said it best. Anybody can talk trash when they up. If you're mm. willing to run your mm. mouth when you're up, you better be willing to run your mouth when you're down and LeBron shooting 60% on your top. Don't stop talking because, oh, LeBron cooking you. What I'm going to say? Say something. I'm not talking to the media no more. That's cowardice. That move in itself is cowardice. I'm not calling you a coward. It's not a personal attack on your personal character. I don't know you, but that move in itself is cowardice. And on top of that, even more cowardice is you attacking the media that you have so rightly avoided, or so wrongly, mm -hmm. I should say, avoided because of what you said. And you don't want to sit there and answer their questions about LeBron dropping you off every time you get an opportunity. I don't want that on my team. At least at a a minimum right i know this pat bev gonna sit there and be like hey i got cooked yeah i'm gonna get him next time yeah that's it that's it and before we go off the segment just to ask like it, because we we have cooked him a little bit rightfully so he <laughs> deserves all of that um do you see it like do you think there is redemption <laughs> not here not, let me be clear not here it's not in chicago but do you think there's redemption for him in the league Listen, is it the best of the best in the world or not? He's not a good basketball player. What's he good at? Like, is he better than me? Yeah, 100%. He should be. He's in the NBA. Is he better than a D1 player? Probably. More than likely, most D1 players he's going to be better than. But, like, is he? Is, he's not a good NBA player. You can't give me one thing that he does well on a consistent basis, night in, night out, that he brings to this team. He is what Koo was talking about with Sadiq Bey when he said, hey, guess what? He's a 3 and D player that doesn't shoot the three well and can't guard one through four. Facts are facts, bro. There's no facts spot for you in this league, even though this man got a whole spot on Atlanta. And, and is fooling the mess out of them right now. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you right now, like, don't be surprised if Charlotte signs Dylan Brooks. Don't be surprised at all when I say that. When's Michael selling the team? 
<laughs> just watch what Vince I'm telling Michael you. Michael selling it, the team. If anybody signs Dylan Brooks, watch it be they not gonna the have, Charlotte. They're not going to have no money left of when they throw this huge bag at Kobe White. Kobe White finna get $140 million from the doggone <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. Because you already know Michael Jordan is going all in on anybody from North Carolina. That is so funny, man. But all right, we're going to move off that next. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about DeMar DeRozan and grading his season. That's That was funny. What does he do well? Hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> but before we do that, we got to talk so to you guys about what are our sponsors. First. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs for, uh, from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burnt out. Um, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and, and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. I can't stress enough, uh, ask somebody who has went through therapy, why you got to sometimes try out different therapies. You got to make sure that it's a fit. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that. You can find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. Hey, that's that's literally gonna be hey. an all time moment of the show. What does he do well? Hum. Hey, you said. Uh. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, he was so ready to defend him. I wasn't defending him. I was just gonna say he's not a bad. Uh, ba- I mean, he's you not had Denzel Valentine out here. He's not Denzel Valentine. Hey, I'll be- I, I, I bet you right now. If we compare their numbers and we can take time out of this segment, they're not that far <laughs> off. I will bet you right now. Look up Denzel Valentine numbers. I look up Dylan Brooks numbers right now. Oh man, that is hilarious, bro. We we going into <laughs> overtime on a cook show. Hey, what's up with StatMuse at and StatMuse Plus? What's going on with that? StatMuse Plus? Is they they trying to charge for yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get the advanced analytics no more. Oh. Yeah, they own that. Look, well, luckily, luckily we, we got, got basketball reference. Side. You know what I mean? We got, we, we also got, got them. Well, <laughs> we still yeah, got yeah. them. You know, yeah, we, 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 we can get the advanced numbers. We ain't worried about that. They can keep that. Uh, all right. So let's look. Career numbers. We're going off career numbers. I ain't going to lie. I didn't realize Dylan Brooks had a 16-point-per-game season. That's what I'm saying. He has an 18-point-per-game season. Hey, yo, what the heck is going on here? That's what I was saying. Like, he's not He's not bad. He's not good. He, he lives in that area where it's like, Ab- above, hold up, above hold up. Real, realistically though, fourteen points yeah. a game, mm-hmm. uh, 0.9 steals, two point one assists, three rebounds. What's Denzel Valentine? Denzel Valentine's career number: seven points per game, on thirty nine percent shooting, thirty six percent from three point range, one point eight assists, zero point six steals, zero point one blocks. And almost a turnover per game. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Uh, Told you. that the, the shooting percentage. It's not as bad as what no, you thought, No, no, right? no. No, it's terrible. Denzel Valentine <laughs> shoots better than he does. Denzel Valentine's a career 39.4% shooter. Uh, Dylan Brooks is 41.6. From, from what? From where, though? From where? Oh. I'm just talking about overall field goal. You talking about from three? I was talking about from three. Oh, yeah, Denzel's cooking him from three. It's, it's 34% for Dylan. From the field goal percentage, he shoots. It's 36, 36 for Denzel, so it's only a – it's not that far hey, 36 and 34 is, a, is different, though. <laughs> uh, it's not but really, Dylan but Brooks it is. also takes way more per game than 41% from the yeah, – you can't tell Stacey King that. Oh, no. 
41% from the field. Ended Denzel career, man. Denzel ain't been back in the league since that. Oh, no. Uh, no, he, right. he played for the Jazz last season. He was another old bull that showed up for the Did Jazz he? for two games. Two mean, games oh, for I was about to say, season. I thought he got some real time out here. And they really <laughs> just ran back the 2015 Bulls. So let's do it. <laughs> like, oh, we Laurie developed here? Let's also show you guys what you got <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, they tried Chris to, Dunn, they tried to break our souls out here. <laughs> Let's get into the second topic, man. But, man, all right, so we've been doing our player grades. Uh, you did Alice Caruso on your solo episode. Uh, we uh, collectively, uh, we we evaluated Zach Levine's. Now we're on DeMar DeRozan. So looking back at DeMar DeRozan's 2022-23 season, how are you feeling about it, Pat? Um, I... I Again, it, it's it's one of those things where I love the second half more than I love the first half because I feel like DeMar fit a lot better. But I do think DeMar had a good first half of the season, right? Still being able to go out there and score points. I think that there were times where we looked at him and he took away from what we wanted the Bulls to be. But I can't say that he wasn't a good player for this team throughout the season. I think he did add offensively to the team. Defensively, was the biggest problem that we had with DeMar DeRozan. I mean, going back to 24 points a game, though, uh, taking a little bit of a step back, like I said, in the second half of the season and mm. uh, allowing Zach Levine to, to be a leader on this team and and, and be a lot better. Um, <coughs> didn't shoot the three ball as well this season, but did take more of them. Shot at yeah. 32% for the three-point line, but did take more three-pointers this season. He took, uh, actually, no, nah, not really. He took 1.9 three-pointers a game. He took 1.9 last, 1. Season, last season. season. Yeah. So really just took a step back. I feel like if you do the splits, that it, the second half you'll see he second took a little half bit is more. A lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I, th- I, to me, Demar Derozan gets a, uh, I give him a solid B, maybe a B plus, a B. You know what I mean? That's like, I, like I think that he was a solid player for the Bulls. He, he was in a role that uh, maybe we shouldn't have tried to ride out two seasons in a row. So DeMar DeRozan, uh, pre-All-Star break, was taking 1.6 three-pointers per game, hitting that at a 31% clip. Yeah. Post-All-Star break, he was actually taking 2.7. So over <laughs> an additional increase. three per game, hitting it at, at 33.3%. So yeah. um, that's why you feel that way. Uh, very accurate there. Here's what I will say. Um, I got to give DeMar credit for the fact of, keep in mind, he was dealing with that thigh issue most of the season. It, it ended up being. So... Uh, I do think that that it, it did play a part into you know those numbers being down a little bit, but Demar Demar was what he was, man. It, it, I think yes, it, it's a step down per se because it's, the numbers are lower, but this is kind of where you still expect Demar Derozan to be. He had he had his best statistical season for us last season. You didn't you can't expect for him to repeat that, especially not as a player that's a that's closer to approaching 34 years old. Um, I like what DeMar gave us at times. I do think, like you said, it did, you know, slow some things down at times, take the ball out of certain people's hands. But when it came down to it in that stretch, he did defer. We did see DeMar start passing the ball a little bit more as well. Um, and so, you know, with that that type of thing, you have to take that into consideration as well. DeMar's just, he's consistent, man. Yep. And, you know, um, and and that, 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 there's a lot to be said with that. And I think, when I grade Demar, I, I have to give him a B, a, a solid B. And I, it's just, and for anyone to ask, I saw people like, "How did you not give such?" such? I can't give a team an a, anybody on the team an A no. that was that for a sub five hundred team. Yeah, I'm just gonna be. Let me bury the lead there. Nobody's getting an A. So there you go on the questions there. Maybe, maybe Kobe. Nah, maybe Kobe. Has Kobe su- would be. The- Kobe has such a bad first half though. Yeah, shooting wise, yeah, Kobe it was has absolutely such a bad first half. Wise. So no, nah, I so. can't even give Kobe an A. Now nobody's getting an A on this team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, 
I mean, like you said, consistent is the word with him. He shot mm -hmm. literally .504 last season, shot .504 this season, took three less shots this season. He's, he, he is what he is. He's an assassin. He's a guy that I would like to see the Bulls be able to figure out how it works together. I would like to say that the Bulls aren't going to move on from DeMar and they're going to add the right pieces around DeMar to make this thing work. But I don't know if you have room on your team for an assassin right now. An assassin is good for a team that has all the pieces in place for your team to make a run to get to that next level. We're not there yet. Um, I, we're trying to get back to what we were the season before. Yeah, I think that team is still in there, but it's a point guard away, maybe another big man away. And you're not going to have the money to get both. So not unless not unless they get creative. I mean, they would have to come with some with some trades. But uh, I, ultimately, when it comes down to this team, it, to, I, I mean, with with Demar, it's this: he's a luxury. But I don't know if he's a luxury that we can afford right now with where we are as a team. That's just what what I think. I, yeah, right. Like like the game's on right now, right? Demar yeah. on the Lakers will be perfect. Like a guy that can, if he's in the starting lineup or coming off of the bench, can just be a bucket getter. It's perfect. You got LeBron for facilitating. You got AD to be the big run in the floor. You've got D'Angelo Russell as your point guard. Point guard. Uh, you've got, right, like, and then you throw DeMar DeRozan on there. It's a luxury that they could have right now. Where the Bulls are at, I just don't see this team. I, I feel like this team has too many other holes to fill that, like the Lakers did at the half, the Bulls didn't do. The mm -hmm. Lakers were able to fill with a lot of trades of guys that were high money guys. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm uh, I I'm hopeful that the Bulls will be able to figure out this regime because here's the wild part, right? Unlike the White Sox, I actually like this team. I just don't think this team, as it's currently constructed at this moment in time, is going to be able to get over the hump of 45 wins. That's fair. That's fair. We'll see, man. We'll see what, what what's in store for this team. But one thing that we know will maintain constant with this team <sighs> is being owned by Jerry Michael Reinstorf. Is this middle name uh, Michael for real? Yeah, his middle name is Michael. Uh, so, a, a, a new interview uh, with Jerry Reinsdorf has popped up. The details came out about this today. Uh, Pat, how are you feeling? Go ahead and give the people the details of the interview, but then again, uh, and also your thoughts on this interview with Jerry Reinsdorf. I mean, listen, Jerry, Jerry basically said the same things that he's always said, right? He views, if you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with the fans. We've heard that before. Um, a second place, third place, fourth place finish is not a failed season. We've heard that before. Um, like he's, he's coming with all his same cliches that he's always come with. And here's the reality of it. The man got lucky. He bought the team when one of the greatest athletes of all time was on the team. You want to know how bad Jerry's been as an owner? Since then, the Chicago Bulls, since since that regime, right, where he also said he's going to regret paying Michael Jordan $30 million. We remember that, right? We all remember that? The 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 guy who's being called been called the GOAT. He's gonna regret paying him $30 million. Okay, I, I want to make sure we all remember that, right? Uh since then, uh the Chicago Bulls have been to one Eastern Conference Finals. They have been out of the first round. 
three times. And there's your playoff record. If you want to know how bad he is as an owner on the flip side, and I had this rant the other day, I actually had the numbers a little short, though. I said over 60 years. Over the last 105 years, the Chicago White Sox have won three playoff series. Everybody here, for the most part, probably got a chance to see it because they all happened in 2005. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, what Jerry Reinsdorf bought the White Sox first, then the Bulls. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, um, bought the Sox in '84. I want to say Bulls in '86, or maybe Sox in '82. Bulls in '86. Sox in '81. Bulls 81. in '85. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It says here. Uh, but that's just. I, here's the thing. I he's in the Basketball <sighs> Hall of Fame for getting. He lucky. is in the Basketball Hall of Fame for getting uh, lucky for for buying the franchise at the right time. That's basically what it like boils down to. Who's, um, who's the best player outside of Michael Jordan that the Bulls have really spent money on? Derrick Rose. The gap in between that is. I mean, and they, they never really paid. I wish I, could, I, I, w- I wish we could be talking about uh, Pippen, but they never really paid Pip. So uh, Pip did that to himself. That's on you. But uh, I don't feel bad about Pip. Jay, Jay looked that man in his face and was like, you shouldn't sign this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Pip, Pip's, Pip still needs to look at his age, whoever his agent was at the time. He still got to run that age in that fade, bro. Hey, um, trying to take all it out on Michael Jordan. Don't be mad at Mike. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Like, stop being mad at Mike. Uh, Pip, you take that out on your agent there, brother. But uh yeah, man, that's tough, bro. That's that's tough, man. He's, um, he's he's legitimately right. If you take out and and you can't, right? He's won. He's a part of the six championships. He did win the six championships, but realistically, right? He chose the organization and created a tough work environment, which ends up breaking up what that dynasty was over the players and the coach that you had there, and. Yeah. You, I mean, like, I, I I, always think about the next iteration that they built. But the fact that you let friendship and nepotism come in. The next iteration they built was a good team. Ron Artest, Brad Miller, Jamal Crawford. That's a good core. And you had Tim, Bo- Tim, Tim Floyd coaching them. Because that was uh, 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 Jerry Krause's fishing buddy. Yeah, and then you then you brought then had Gar Foreman came in. He would have drafted everybody ever that ever touched the state of Iowa if he could have. Like it's just it's so much that happened here, man. And even still, nepotism happened. Like I said, once um, what's our coach Billy Donovan said that? Oh yeah, I talk to Jerry Reinsdorf every day. I text Jerry Reinsdorf every day. I was oh this man ain't never leaving. He's never leaving. We're stuck with him forever. He's never leaving now. When he said that, I was just like Jerry's texting. <laughs> How'd he figure that out? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure he asked people for that. Uh, but man, yeah, the fact that like even that Jerry Reinsdorf was on this panel and it was called Game Changers, the new business of sports. What what new is he doing? And it, it's He's not doing anything it's new. It's the lies that happen. It's just lies. <laughs> it's lies. He said, if you're G. <laughs> no, here's, here's the, here's the, here was the one for me that bit the bullet. Go ahead. Reinsdorf, 
My approach has been, I never really cared about making any money. I just want to win. Now, that's not what I wanted to do in a business. The first week I was in sports, somebody said to me, if you listen to the fans, you'll soon be sitting with the fans. Let's go back to this point. My approach has been, I never really cared about making any money. I just want to win. I say this. It's tough to say he never cared about making any. He didn't not care about making money because he clearly doesn't care about selling seats to White Sox games. <laughs> I mean, like, because if you did, you put a product on the field that was going to sell them seats because you already know we're not coming to sit in the cold. If it's not a good team. Wait. Oh, I didn't see this one either. This is another quote. If you think oh, you know more than your, if you think you know more than your GM or head yeah. coach, then you've got the wrong GM. Sometimes you have to bite your tongue and have faith, but you can't make the decisions for oh for your baseball. See, this is the thing. Jerry has app. You can tell Jerry loves baseball. No, I he can't. He cares about making money with basketball. No, no, I can't. I, I can't he, tell he, that Jerry loves baseball. Why? Why? Why can baseball. I? Why can I tell that Jerry loves baseball? Because he's he's always spent more money on the White Sox. It just hasn't more been more money. What he has? If you look at what the money that's spent on the White Sox, my boy, not, not, he spends more money on the White Sox. My boy, we just spent our highest paid player in history. Just happened this year. Yeah, it just happened this year, and he sucks. <laughs> Let's be clear here. Like, what are we talking like, about, bro? Like, he cares more about the White Sox with what? We've won three playoff series in 105 years. People have died. Well, Wars I mean, have happened. Jerry hasn't owned them for 105 years, so that's not all on him. But uh, like, hey, it's, it's hey, bad. Bro. Hey, it's hey, bad. hey, Hayes. This team had Ozzy Guillen, Frank Thomas, Robin Ventura. Yeah. Didn't win. Frank Thomas, my idol, bro. I play I played baseball because I wanted to be the big hurt. Like, bro, like you got lightning in a bottle one time. You've had Chris Sale. You had Mark Burley. You had you wasted so many careers. Mark Burley ended up just getting <laughs> helping us beat a team together. Like, what are we talking about? He don't care about none of this. I would say he cares less about making money with any of these mugs. Because he don't invest no money into him. You know what you got to do to make money? Make the playoffs. <laughs> my God, bro. I hate I hate that my favorite teams in town are owned by this man. I really do. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I listen, the Bears, if the Bears ever won a Super Bowl, I'm going to cry. That's probably, like, the number one team. But it's not the team that has my heart. I grew up loving baseball. The White Sox are my team. First off, my dad bogus for making me a Sox fan. I'm not going to lie. I ain't saying make me a Cubs fan either because that also would have been bogus. But, mm -hmm. dog, let me pick on that one, right? Like, let me, you know, maybe I, may, maybe I wouldn't have became a Yankee fan. I don't know. But let me pick something on that one. But That's with the Bulls, wild. it's just like like you're not – like we're, we've talked about the same cycle happening for three years. For, or, or, I'm sorry, for three – every 20 years. AK is repeating the cycle that Garpax repeated the cycle that uh, uh, um, Jay Krause repeated after the Jordan years. Mm -hmm. Like nothing's changed in 23 years. That's wild, bro. Even though the Bulls are worth more, Jerry Reinsdorf has paid 
more more than a hundred million dollars on the White Sox roster more than ten times. He's done that for the Chicago Bulls just recently in the last five. This it's 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 crazy. Well, what if salary it's, NBA salary caps haven't been up NBA over hundred million? Different. Yeah, it hasn't been yeah. up over hundred million that long yeah. either, though. So, and you know, yeah, it's just I man, listen, I, I like I said before, the fact that I am a huge fan of two Jerry Reinsdorf's own teams is 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 torture, bro. It's torture. Yeah. It, oh, it is. It it is, bro. Like, it it's. I I don't even know. I I, I feel like we ended this on such a poor note, because <laughs> it's just like poor. Unlike Jerry Reinsdorf, who just <laughs> likes to make money. I I, I don't know, bro. Like, this. It, uh, let's go home. Uh, yeah, let's follow us go. on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Yasmani Grandal was at one point our uh, highest paid player until this year in history. In history. That's funny. You can follow me catching a fade uh, with Jerry Reinsdorf because, like, if I ever see him in person. Handing out a fade. You don't want to be ca- – if Jerry Reins- yeah, yeah. if you catch a fade, fade from Jerry Reinsdorf, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Don't come back. You can't come back to the pod. You can't, you're come Dylan now, Brooks. Bro. You're Dylan come. Brooks. You're, you're 10 <laughs> points a game. That is hilarious, bro. Uh Anyway, uh, but you can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you so much for making Locked on Bulls your first listen every day. Make sure you guys tune in again. We'll be keep giving you that that content every day during the offseason. Who who we're going to flame next? You'll never know, but tune in to Locked on Bulls (laughs) to find out. For Path the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, man. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Hey, hold up. This man averaged 18 points in 32 games. I'm back on your heels, bro. 